The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 We've got enough people on this show already this week. Good lord. Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 423. I'm sorry we're a day late. There's some big news we want to talk about. I'm Max Scoville. Joining me is Marty Sleva. Brat, brat. Back from Japan, Mitch Dyer. Didn't go to Japan. I don't care where you went. Brian Altano. Back from... Back from yeah, that's what Marty sounds like. <laughs> and back from Japan. Actually, actually back to Japan. Yeah. Just back exactly. from Japan. And, ooh, I'm lagging. You wearing a Diamond Dog shirt? Yeah. What's you up big with that? big D-Dog? Yeah. Um, I met a Kojima all day yeah, yesterday. So, um, Someday. I don't remember let's get, when. Let's get down on this just right, right away. Yeah, uh, this is the big... Hit me. The, the, we, one of the biggest stories of the year. We sort of, well, sort of leaked. We kind of... Well, Zach went to Japan to talk about it, basically. Uh, Hideo Kojima is partnering with... Sony to start Kojima Productions as yep. its own studio, yep. working on a PS4 timed exclusive. A brand new... Potentially timed exclusive. Yeah, we still yeah. don't know. It's we like just, it's, they sure. said something about PC. It's, so it's console yes. exclusive to PlayStation. Console yeah. exclusive that, We don't know if that means They're, it is exclusive to consoles on PlayStation, or if for a time correct. it will be PlayStation yes. only. Like The but, phrasing is really weird. I mean, if you missed it, there's a video of Kojima, who now has a beard, and mm-hmm. he's hanging out with Andrew House, and <laughs> they're good. high-fiving and shaking hands and having a good time, and basically that's really cool news. Yeah. Uh, he officially left... Uh, Konami on the December fifteenth. Yes, vacations over. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. He's finally back. So yeah. that's that's some news. Uh, it's probably going to be a minute before we see this game. Zach, what the hell happened? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, a minute is an understatement. I think it's going to be. We probably won't see this until two thousand nineteen. Really? Assume. Yeah. I don't. I, like I honestly, like away. if there is a game at all. I think it's maybe concept. Only. You mean we won't play it until twenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like we're going to see it. We might see it sooner. It'll be like a that, uh, E3 or PSX thing two years from now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe wow. best case. Yeah. Wow. And it'll be like teaser teaser. So I have I have the feeling that he basically just approached Sony and was like, uh, "I'm going to do my own thing, and if you guys want in, then." Jump on it. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you know. obviously, we've been covering the story or the weird parts of the story for the last six months or so about how things have been very odd with Konami, and they've been doing yeah. that whole like everything's fine, he's on vacation. Obviously, something was up. So is that is that is that kind of what you got from it that that he 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 jumped ship and called his his old friends up basically, or do you think it was the other way around? Um, it's not even his old friends. I mean, he's taking team members with him, right? Uh, to Kojima Productions, you've got you've got uh, Yoji Shinkawa. Yeah, and, uh, Shinkawa's coming artist, with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Ken's so he's taking a lot of people. He's getting the boys together. No, he's just taking those right, two so dudes. Right really? now, it's, right yeah. now, it's right small, now, it's yeah. But I bet he's like mutiny style, just like bringing all this boys. I feel like he's doing a cool Jerry Maguire. You know, just who's coming with me? Doing a cool Jerry Maguire. You were tackling all the transcription for this and everything, so I imagine you pretty close on on what jumped out at you as being really exciting about this, aside from the obvious kind of headline face value type of stuff. Uh, So, I mean, it's not anything about the game or the partnership that stands out, but just kind of the way Kojima talks, like, and the answers he gave. I I don't speak Japanese, so it's a little hard to say the way he talks. But the, the things he's talking about, right? Like, he's talking about... Partnering with PlayStation is great because they made me who I am and they made me a splash. But also, like the thing that sticks out the most is he needs a comfortable work environment. Right. That is what that is the mm-hmm. environment I need right yes. now. Like he needs freedom. Kojima does not want anybody interfering. He doesn't <laughs> want the politics of Konami. Like all of that is what that says to me. And right. what in PlayStation he has found that freedom. That he has found somebody who will give him a nice cash injection and a lot of time and a lot of freedom to do whatever he wants to do because he's Kojima. They're gonna give him money back up. 
get out of his way and let him make a thing. So, so it's, yeah. it's security to me, right? Yeah. Like that's what yeah. his interview, like the thing that I took away from it the most uh, was a sense of security. Like he stated multiple times that, like you said, PlayStation, the PlayStation brand made him who he is today and that they are more than willing to be sort of laissez-faire and, and just support oh, him those in whatever he's doing. Those are the bad guys, doing. the laissez-faire terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, was, no, I, that was really good I totally feel like creatively they're going to get out of his way, right? Like yes. I feel like there's a there's a situation. Like I, so, I think one of the big problems that that permeated the the, the kind of tail end of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five was all the you know insurance microtransaction garbage that came in towards the very end. And I don't know how much of that was Konami and how much of that was him being like, "Here's my design idea. Yeah. Let's." Make a bunch of people pay money they don't mm-hmm. need to pay. Let's 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 uh, paywall some stuff. Um, I I feel like he's gonna he's gonna get away with whatever he wants to do there. And I know we were sort of like theorizing earlier this year, being like once this story this story started uh, kind of like trickling out a little bit of like something's not right over there. We were like, hey, it'd be awesome if he left and did his own thing. And one thing I think we wanted him to do was sort of go the kind of like KJ Inafuni uh, Igarashi Kickstarter way, which is like, hey, I'm going to go and leave and do this thing. But the reality is like this dude needs a triple A budget. He needs mm-hmm. major yeah. like buku. I don't think he's going to do that. He's not going to rely on the fans support monetarily when he can he he has the clout to go to Sony and say right. give me money and that's I mean, not to say that that he couldn't do that like I'm sure that if he wanted to kickstart whatever game yeah. that but he's he gonna make next to and he but knows yeah. it. well and that's the thing about Kojima is like he Jose and I were talking about this Jose went with me to Japan and, right. and uh, we were talking about his sort of uh, uh, stature in the game industry and how he's been this sort of super public figure mm-hmm. and uh over the last you know ten years since he's kind of made this like his rise in, and it's just like he is the kind of guy that can walk into a room and say like this is why we were kind of debating whether or not there was a game to be seen at all because right. he he didn't talk about anything specific, but it, I don't think it really matters because he's the kind of guy that can walk into a room and say hey I'm gonna make a game and you guys probably want to get on board right? yeah and so and, and think about that guy like the, the Sony partnership makes sense and that that being said I have no doubt that he took that game to everyone. I have no doubt that really? Microsoft saw it. I have no doubt that Nintendo saw it. See, I have no yes. doubt that Activision I, I totally, saw it. I totally doubt I have that. no yeah, doubt I'm that EA you, saw it. I have no doubt that anyone with money has seen this game. Wait, wait you I have agree. this like rock star Japanese video game developer and, and creator, right? Let's just call him that. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you really think he went to Microsoft, a, a company that has basically made zero effort to make any any waves in Japan this generation? Yes, because he yes. doesn't care. He doesn't care about making a game for Japan. He doesn't that dude is doesn't obsessed give a shit. with America. Like yeah, he, okay. yeah. Fair he enough. wants that's, that's in a really a good, interesting way. Well, and he also said it, he also said it like flat out right in our interview that he doesn't really care about the no, console market. It's about either. global. It's yeah. like I mm. want to I want to make a game that people like a lot of people will play. That a and lot it of makes people sense will buy. to put it on PlayStation Four because exactly. that has a rapidly growing install yes, base. Sure. So, we so actually, but wait, we, how does that conversation go then? Microsoft's like. Nah. So, no, well, dude, sure. if you're Kojima, so, uh, you're going to yeah. go to everybody. You're going to go to Andrew at EA, and you're going to go to Eric at Activision, and you're going to say, I have a project. This is what I need. This is the money I need. This is the freedoms I require. Are you in? And yeah. they say, no, 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 no. Sony says yes. Well, and, and, and that's not even necessarily the, like it could not. It could potentially be that not everyone said no. Also, right? Like, like well, Sony's giving he me this. He could have thrown this out to you know, like like we said, five or six different co- companies, and right. then just took the highest bidder. You know, what I mean? that's fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to this, me, it's like you go with the you go with the system that. Or you, I, I know you said he doesn't care about the console wars or anything like that, but I mean, as a as an artist, you want your <clears> painting in the most galleries possible, or in the most places. You want your album in the most you know cars or whatever whatever the hell it is. Like. What, why? Why would you? Why how would many you, car spins you got? Connie? Yeah, how many car spins? Uh, like, why would you turn down a? Like, by the time this game is out, there's going to be probably 60 million PlayStation 4s in the wild, right? Like, that's a pretty good estimate based yeah, on sure. where things yeah. are going right now. And there will be probably half that many Xbox Ones. Yeah, that's a, you know that's a bold bold statement, but like, yeah, PlayStation 4 is doing better in everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere period. I mean, yeah. and at the yeah. same time, like, no matter what deal he made, even with the Sony deal, it seems like this game is also coming to PC. So yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Like, I, he, I think he was, his game will still be on the biggest platform yeah. in the world. I think, I think we're looking at, like, a year of exclusivity, probably. You know, probably like, I think, I think yeah, exactly. we're also still yeah. looking at probably at least two years out. You know? Yeah. This is, this I mean, is a way what, why, but why would it ever go to Xbox if, if Sony's going to help fund it? Same reason Tomb Raider is coming to PlayStation next year. Same reason that Resident Evil 4 went to every system ever. There's money to be made. And Shinji Mikami right. never cut off his head. He never cut off his head. He promised he would. Claiming he would. We're getting, yeah. we're getting kind of in the weeds here. Yes. I think it is, it is interesting. Uh, we got an email 
Uh, Angel Rivera sent an overly explanatory, extremely verbose email to the point that he stated the role of Kojima. Like, we know who Kojima is. We're on the same page. We do a podcast about this. I appreciate your interest. But it was like, you trying to impress us with how much you know, Angel. Anyway, uh, his his big issue was that a lot of outlets are pointing out that this is a are saying this is a PS4 game where nowhere in nowhere in official writing does it say this is a PS4 it says game. PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. That's why I keep saying, man, it's a PS5 game. This is really? Not, yes. You think so? I mean, yes. I don't think so. Absolutely. Dude, guys, <laughs> we've no. no. Metal Gear no. Solid 4 came out Six, seven years ago? Yeah. Seven, seven years ago. Right. And in that span, yes, he did Peace Walker, but his primary focus has been the Phantom Pain. That dude loves technology. We have no idea what this, whatever engine this game is being built on yeah. it does not exist right so now. So I had heard that, Whether it, was, it's that it was Unreal 9. I thought it was or, Unreal Engine 4. No, it's Unreal 9. I just said that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, so well, the big thing about Metal Gear Solid 5 was they, de- they had to build Fox Engine from the ground yeah, up sure. for it. Which now, is hold on, let's, let's just get this out of the way. This is not a PS3 game. This is not a. This is not it's a. Definitely v- not a Vita game. Definitely not a Vita game. No. no. Like it's, it's coming it's exclusively come to the PSP Go. Yeah. <laughs> Ob- yeah. Obviously, they're going to want it on PS4 because the install base by the time this game comes out will be tremendous. It's yeah. already so, tremendous. Uh, yeah. We could potentially look be looking at a situation like the Phantom Pain, where it is PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. But this is not. There's no way. You got to get right they, up they on that microphone. Have a prototype somewhere. Uh, do I got It's very think? short. It's yeah. a there real little. It's a real little boy. Um, uh, they could not have been working I'm sure they've been working on a prototype for whatever this game is in their free time but it cannot be very far along because they no were- way they we, they talked to us about literally needing to go out and purchase computers wow. to set it up their their new office. Really like, cool. wow. They do really not cool. have a game. I'm, I'm so we do. We do know it's a, new, it's a new IP, and we know it's not a horror game, right? Right. So that pretty much. We, well, we don't know. Well, we don't know that it's not a horror. We know literally nothing yeah. about the game. So he we said it, like I mean, it's going to be something I, that fans expect. Well, we, do, we know it's is, not Silent Hills. Is what I'm saying. Absolutely, no. it's yeah. not Silent Hills. Well, why do you say that? I mean, Konami owns Silent Hill. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, that's a good point. But he's also Quiet Mountains or whatever. Yeah, him, Norman Reedus and Del Toro keep doing this like flirtatious. Yeah, I'd love to see them. Yeah, I'd love to see them. It's like, well, when's that threesome going to go down? Yeah, I mean, every every couple of weeks, one of them says something in an interview of like, can we just? Can I just? I'm sorry, like Norman Reedus. That's great, but you know who else was working on that game was Junji Ito. Yes, can we just? Actually, oh yeah. If Norman Reedus is attached to Silent Hills, <laughs> Junji Ito, who's like one of the best horror artists ever, was attached to that game. You yep. got Guillermo del Toro, you got Junji Ito and Hideo Kojima, and everyone's like, yeah, but that guy with the crossbow is in the game. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But he I'm was with a you. boondock with saint. Like, I really, I mean, that's good to have that noise, and it's cool to have that kind of like that mainstream, you know, attachment. But yeah. like, I really hope that they're, if they're going to do a horror thing, it would be really cool if if they got Junji Ito involved in that. Wait, you're not you're not excited for the guy that will silently grunt in the background on a motorcycle for seven seasons of his hit show about his brother losing an arm? His <laughs> racist brother losing. That's an the arm. most reductive way I can describe the Walking, walking Dead because it kind of goes both ways. <laughs> I would have said horse. Yeah, and also the it, there's no surprise about. Um, Kojima signing with PlayStation because aside from Police Knots and Snatcher in the original couple of Metal Gear games, everything since Metal Gear Solid 1 that he's done, Boktai Remove, mm-hmm. has been on oh, PlayStation. Oh man, don't even and don't so even. so the Metal Gear games and don't Zone even Anders, entertain the idea of a new Boktai. We did that on to, Unlocked. You're going to have to go into the moonlight. It's called Moon <laughs> Bring your PlayStation 5 out into a river. <laughs> <laughs> the game is powered by it's water. About, it's about fighting Sandman. You have to go into the ocean and submerge your phone using augmented reality technology to so this, this is like, void your warranty. I mean, this, whole, this whole thing is really awesome. I, I, I like. I know some people are upset about it. Uh, you just came off of an Xbox podcast. I'm sure you know. There's a lot of like, hey, why not? Oh, bummer. But I think this is very. I got both systems. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. Well, there's a very different scenario here than say like Rise of the Tomb Raider or something like that because that was a direct sequel to a game that was multi-platform. Yep. This yeah. is not. This a is new a, IP. This is a brand new thing. So it kind of doesn't matter where it lands. Uh, that being said. Kind of happy I lean towards my PlayStation 4 when it comes to playing console games because sure. uh, I'm going to be a real happy boy I, when this I one comes out. I just point out that it, like, at the at the risk of fanning the flames of, of fanboy stuff, like I think that Sony gets much... Sh- sh- shut up. You host a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't want to be like, hey, here, hey, X-Boys, here's some salt for your wounds. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, whatever. I wish I was playing Tomb Raider this, this Christmas, but... I'm not because it's not out yet for my system. Anyway, that is incredibly possible for you to do. I don't want to bring home one of those big, huge. Anyway, we're not. We're getting out of. Okay. <laughs> the point is, uh, I think that Sony much more gets like investing in the medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that Xbox is like Microsoft is a company that's been around since the '80s, and Sony's been around since 
the fifties. Yeah, like they get it. They get the long con, and a lot you see this a lot more with Japanese companies. They're they're much more like okay, so like like people always say Nintendo is Zach. Will you sit no, down? He's, right. he's doing what a good. He's doing, he's doing producing. He's doing production. He's, what, he's, he's, he's making the podcast okay. back Great. on the wheels. I'm wearing a lot of hats. Anyway, as I was saying, like you've got David Cage, like right. you've got people who are making stuff that you show this to somebody who doesn't give a crap about games and they're going to be like, that's really impressive. Yeah. And I mean, there was uh, it's, you know, it's a totally corny photo op, but you have J.J. Abrams and Kojima hanging out. You have, you know, he signed his game, which yeah. is like so weird. But I yeah. love that. He signed know? his own game. They all well, just went and wrote on the walls yeah. and their handlers had to come bother them. <laughs> um, Kojima's shirt said, you want it? When he met J.J. Abrams. I I mean, wait, if you quote a shirt, do I have to censor it? Yes. (laughs) What? He said a swear. I still said a swear. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was was on a a live stream the other day, and we were playing GTA, and that game, like, you turn it on, and there's, like, eight swears, and you're just like, it's really awkward to be live streaming it and be like, well, we can't say... Any of those, we can say one of the, uh, one of the, we can say four. Yeah. You can't, other words we can't say there. Uh, I can't say any of these words in my real life without getting arrested. Funk. It's like if you get in trouble at your friend's house and his parents are like, I'm going to punish my kid. I can't punish you. You're not my kid. But I'm going to call but your I, dad what? and he's going to hit you. It was like, like we were streaming, we were streaming the order and they're like, you can't swear, but here's a brothel. And we were just like, what? we were walking through the brothel. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to. I can't do a live stream here without dropping at least one F-bomb accidentally, mm-hmm. and then I get this look from Ben Janka where he's like, <laughs> he's, not, yeah. he's not mad, he's just disappointed. Yeah. Wait, I got one last, one last Kojima question for, for y'all boys. Uh, is this game going to be Metal Gear, not called Metal Gear? Is this going to, like you said, with Mighty Number no. 9 and right. with... Why can I no. still not remember? Blood, Bloodstone? Bloodstain. No. No, okay. no that's a no. Bloodstain. Blood-starved Beast? <laughs> no. That's ukulele. A no, yeah, absolutely like, not. Is this I agree with Absolutely not. Yeah, Kojima not has been wanting to ditch Metal Gear since, like, I mean, I know he loves it in a certain degree, but, like, he's been trying to ditch it in all, everything but name since 2. Yeah. 2 was supposed to be his last mm-hmm. one. He said that. And then, if you look at Snake Eater on its own, if you remove Metal Gear Solid from that title and remove the term Metal Gear from that and maybe pretend Ocelot is as different of a character in that that he is from everything else. Sort of Maybe that's thing. a totally new game, you know? And then mm-hmm. you look at the fact that the Phantom Pain was revealed as a new studio not attached to Konami and was not a Metal Gear game and just happened to be about unicorns breaking into a hospital. And yeah. fire yeah. whales. We, we, asked, uh, we asked him about uh, <laughs> whether or not he was interested in pursuing anything uh, stealth action. And he kind of laughed it he just off. He laughed and he's like, ah, I don't want to talk about he's it. Like, I'll say I don't too really much. Want, yeah, I don't really want to talk yeah. about it. So you, you hung out with Kojima this weekend. I did, yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. what, what was, what, did, did he look like a guy that just got out of a bad relationship? Like, you know, I honestly, like. A 25-year relationship? <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Like, obviously, I don't, I don't know the guy. I never met him before. But, right. Um, I did get the distinct impression that he was a little bit beat down. You know what I mean? Like, he was very, <laughs> kind of subdued, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. he, he. The things that he didn't want to talk about, he definitely did not want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like any time that we even come, came close to talking about Konami, he was kind of, you know, uh, right. I mean, you know. legally, he might not. Well, be able. yeah, sh- sh- that and he's probably. But there's tired. also, yeah, and there's also, I think that there's, you know, it's like, like you said, it's a breakup. Like, yeah, you don't want to talk totally. about that. Well, shit. it's, it's yeah. a breakup where he's already he already moved on and met somebody wonderful. And yeah, they're, they're going to start rich. their thing. And rich, <laughs> and you could talk to <laughs> him oh, about no, like I someone wonderful. And rich, <laughs> me you too. could be like, tell me about your new girlfriend, or you could be like, let's talk about your ex. And like, those conversations are completely yeah. different scenarios. Well, so. I think it's really cool that like he he was very focused about talking about the future, and he did he does seem very optimistic about his new venture, and, and rightfully so. And his beard. His yeah, cool new beard. such a cool beard. Great beard. Kojima has a beard. That means that he's going to get uh, he's going to get a mullet. Uh-huh. He's going to get an eye patch. It's he's not a metal gear. He's going to get a horn. A horn. <laughs> he's going to get a robot arm. A horse. Yeah. I will. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A dog so, with an eye patch. I will always regret what I'm about to tell you guys, but... Um, I had to stop the interview because he was having microphone issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I started rolling again, I asked him to check his microphone. And when he did, he looked down at his microphone and he said, this is a snake. And I wasn't rolling on it. Oh. And I will forever regret not rolling on that clip. Damn it. Yes. called the microphone a snake? Well, no, he was no. doing a snake impression. He was doing a snake. Like a codex. Wow, thing. you're real dumb. Yeah. He made Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, he did a We're metal- talking about the man who made the Metal Gear games. This one. Wait, he said this is a snake? Well, he's... he's he, he's Zach was doing an impression of broken English. Oh, no, I feel really oh, the bad. the puzzles are coming together and they're making a picture. No he didn't think the microphone was a snake. 
I thought uh, in the White Elephant this morning, my number was 22, and I thought it was two snakes side by side. Ah, the twin snakes. <laughs> oh, no, that was... Uh, oh, so... We don't talk about him anymore. You know what I actually... I dug into this, I, apropos of nothing, I don't know, I think I was homesick with a fever or something, and I was decided to read Wikipedia articles for... Why would we, we do these, these? I don't know why we do these things. Um... <laughs> I found this thing that was talking about they there's a there's a website that has the full like I mean as much forward facing as it can be the design docs for Metal Gear Solid 2. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently Metal Gear Solid 2 was originally going to be titled Metal Gear Solid Roman numeral 3 and that the 3 was supposed to be representative of the three tallest buildings in New York City, oops, which was well, I mean this is all pre-9/11. But oops. Yeah. Uh but it also was supposed to be, I think, significant of the three snake boys, the, the snake pals, whatever, yep. liquid snake and solid boys. and solidus. <laughs> snake uh, running around the garden. Uh, and if you read that design doc, there's all this stuff that was almost in that game, and uh-huh. it's all about, like, who is this for? And it's like, well, uh, we want girls to play the game. How do we do that? Oh, I don't know. We have uh, uh, Fortune with a railgun. And uh, how, what else do we do? Oh, I don't know. And then there's a bunch of, like, kind of, who, like, how do you get new people to play the game? Uh, without screwing everything up. Like, what's the approach here? Super fascinating if you can dig that up. It's one of my favorite parts, though, is there was supposed to be a final fight that was going to be set in Wall Street, and you were going to be fighting Metal Gear Ray while there were crowds of people around you, and there were, like, horse cops, like, holding back crowds. <laughs> while you're oh, fighting You're Metal- fighting, like, or you're fighting Solidus. That's awesome. And, and, and they changed it all. I kind of, I think... They had to pivot after 9-11. Yeah, they had, to, they had to shift some yeah. stuff around. I so, mean, there's, you see that with, like, the way the cutscenes changed, but, like, that's a... There's also a scene where apparently sharks get into Big Shell, which is half sinking, and the water is full of blood, and you have to navigate through this underground graveyard full of bloody sharks. Sounds awesome. God. So I imagine it'd be like terrifying. riding, swimming through red water with sharks so attacking him. And I kind of want to see like a whole thing of all the the Kojima what ifs of the last few years, because if any of them lead to even the slightest of clues of what mm-hmm. he might be doing next, like all of the ideas that he that he had a table. I mean, that's incredibly fascinating. I mean, well, that, that's just like throwaway stuff. That is, it, it would have made an, its own game amazing, that's, you know? That's if, I mean, that's what PT is, ostensibly. Yeah, PT sure. is all of those weird ideas in a single thing that it's like, this doesn't cost money, this didn't take us that long, yep. here is this thing. Yeah. And like, I hope whatever he does uh, is more like PT. But that was, the, the question I want to get to, uh, just closing out the Kojima stuff, is just around the table, like, what do you think the next game will be? Like, Shot in the Dark, like, what is a sentence, what is his next game about? A stealth action open world game. Okay. Like, it might not be Metal Gear Solid esque, but it will, I think he is so good at that, and I think that he wants to sort of hone in on those, on his skill, right? Like, that is what he does best, and he knows it. And if he can take off the shackles and do that even better than he ever could with new ideas, mm-hmm. that would be great. I kind of want to see him do something completely different. It'd be great. Like, I don't know what it looks like, but. Um when he kind of ventured out of his comfort zone and did Zone of the Enders, like I thought, that's an amazing comfort proof zone of, of the Enders. Comfort Ender zone of the, of the comfort the zone. No, but he, uh, <laughs> it's kind of an amazing proof of concept. Like it's not a, it's not an uh, awesome game. No, but it's it's so different from anything else that he's done. So yeah. I would like to see him kind of go just off the deep end Remember and do those something completely hung different. Out in zone of the Enders. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was right in their decks. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I want. I mean, I, w- I want something sort of <laughs> the old cockpit. If you will. Wow. Is this going to be the other joke we have to edit out at the end of the episode? No, you can say cockpit. No, you can say cockpit. They literally have cockpits in their groins. You just can't pause too long between the words. (laughs) (laughs) You just just made it. You kind of did. No, I definitely want something with robots. You know, like that's actually, it's it's something he's, he's he's either directly uh, gone, gone in with in the last few Metal Gear games or kind of just like, like Metal Gear Solid 5 didn't get into that as much. Like there was some of it and obviously like. There's a couple boss fights and stuff like that, but you're mostly just a guy in the desert and doing stealth stuff, and it's it's great. But I want to see more robot stuff. Like get away from almost get away from humans almost entirely, and just yep. do do stuff like that. I, I think his next game is gonna be. I, in my head, I keep imagining Evangelion. Where yeah. There's gonna be big old robots, and there's gonna be a lot of angst and a lot of weird symbolism. Right. Hmm. Uh, I think that we're gonna see something that's got its roots in some horror. Uh, he's been kind of touching on that. He's always kind of been touching on that. He kind of got tied to tactical espionage action, which has, you know, your espionage. Um, it's got its, you know, like... <laughs> we didn't call you out. You called yourself out. <clears throat> we got, uh, you know, you got your your, your mecha, your, your big robots. You got your military hardware. But then you also have stuff like Psycho Manus or Vamp. Like, there's always been these kind of levels of, like, wow, that's actually really scary. And there's there was 
there are bits of that definitely in Phantom Pain. I think the whole in, the whole intro scene, like actually when you're crawling around, yeah. it's like it's it's is super horror. Like movie, the guy you know? likes horror, he likes to mess yeah. with that, and I think that the fact that he was he was you know shooting ideas around with with Del Toro is is really telling. Yeah. Um, at the same time, Del Toro also likes robots, so maybe we're gonna see. I mean, Evan Gell- something Evangelion esque would be pretty cool because that really is one of those just just big big gross catamaries of a bunch of concepts together, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I don't know. Like, what if he did something that was sort of not a Pacific Rim game, but like had some themes of that, and then Del Toro did something attached to that? Like, they said, didn't they say something about working together? Did they address yeah. that at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. talked mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, Kojima's obviously they still want to do it. They talk about it a lot. But the thing Kojima said is like, maybe it won't be a game. Maybe it'll be a movie or anime or something mm-hmm. entirely different. Right. Yeah, that was the thing that that also stood out to me is that he was very specific in that he would be creating. Period. Like he wasn't, he didn't really like. He said that he wanted to keep making games, but he also said that he had interest in in anime and films and a yeah. bunch of different stuff that that is equally as exciting to me. My uh, when PT first came out, the thing I wanted from Silent Hills was for it to be like the Animatrix, which I didn't think was the best. Animatrix was that thing that was yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the anime that. anthology yeah. that came it's out better than the last two Matrix movies, hundred yes, percent. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love if the next. Silent Hills game, or the next Silent Hill game is nine artists' take right. on yeah. Silent Hill. That'd be cool. In different mediums. Yeah. One of them's a game, one of them's an anime, one of them's a story, one of them is an I album, was, one of them's a short film. I was pitching something like that the other day, uh, like a I didn't, sort of. I didn't like your quote things either. That the, was uh, it's kind of like that movie Four Rooms. Yes. Four Rooms. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Go back to Japan. <laughs> Cock. Japan. <laughs> Hit, hit. Uh, you guys too long. <laughs> Sorry, that was it. That was the that was a hard. That it's was because a hard the, pause. It's because of where you pilot them was right in the hard middle. Pause between the cock and the pit. Um, no, like having a bunch of different directors working on uh, sort of a segmented uh, game mm-hmm. or experience like that. I, I do agree with uh, with you, Mitch, that you said it's going to be open world in some way. I mean, that Metal Gear Solid Five like w- we wouldn't stop. <laughs> Like it just kept going, and yep. some, you know, in some ways that was good, and in other ways I was like, man. This Meanwhile, is... PT was a hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the Jesus. opposite of an open world. Yeah, totally. Uh, but also a hallway that wouldn't stop. Yeah. A hallway that wouldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, think, I feel in, like in every, every action game is uh, is open world in some way now. Like even even Tomb Raider had mm-hmm. entire chunks of it where you're like, oh man, that's I'm I'm in an open world section. <laughs> even for the next Uncharted five hours. looks like it has some yeah. like, freedom to it. So um, I think it's it's almost every game is like that now. Um, and I'd, I'd like to see him do something interesting and new with that, you know? Like, I think he broke that up in 5 by being like, well, it's open world, but there's two worlds. You know, like you can yeah. go from mm-hmm. Afghanistan to Africa. Um, I'd really like to see him do something that's like crazy over-the-top action open world with robots. But uh, still manage to get that kind of like awesome intimacy that we got from PT of like capturing this this section that was just so different than anything else we've seen before. Like, this is all, like, just incredibly exciting to me. Like, yeah. I like, I love the idea of a guy being like, I'm free. <laughs> this is a pretty good Christmas present. Yeah, honestly. sure. This yeah. is really yeah. cool. Know that Kojima is, is screwing. Like, the, also, we, we get a look at their company logo, and it's like a combination of a skull, a robot, and a medieval knight. Yeah. All at once. <laughs> it's like the helmets from 300 yeah. with, like, a cyborg inside. <laughs> like, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> totally in on that. Yeah. Uh, like, the weird part of this story is... Uh, and we've been kind of talking about this for a while, but where does this leave all the, that he was working on and all these made these huge franchises? Like, I mean, they're still making another Metal Gear. Konami's been open. Like, yeah. we're hiring for a new AAA Metal Gear game. They're making a Metal Gear movie. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. That's still a thing. We haven't heard a peep about it, but that's still a thing, presumably, floating I mean, around like, somewhere. You have to look like if I mean, and we've been saying this all year, but you, you Konami looks like crazy people at this point. Oh yeah, like well, the they're also that, doing nothing to mitigate the the narrative. Well, like, they're still like, oh, everything's fine. I mean, if you look at the like Jeff Keighley's totally off the cuff messaging at the Game Awards that were just like, hey, we wanted to give this award to this guy who really earned it because he's amazing, but his 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 wife won't let him <laughs> leave the country or whatever. <laughs> it was horrible. And I mean, yeah. you look at the Igarashi thing, like Castlevania. And Metal Gear are two gigantic Konami properties, and both of them are just like, huh? Who knows? They're completely up in the air right now. Which leaves what, like, Silent Hill and Bomberman? <laughs> like, yeah. What? Who's working on those things? You know, like it's the all, the whole thing's a disaster. I don't know where that company is. We Blades made, of Steel coming soon. God, oh. I wish. Mm, I me wish. Too. Me too. Yeah, bring back uh, you know Gradius and Contra, and yeah, do that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough Metal Gear talk. If that's even Metal Gear talk, Kojima talk. Um, Nobi Nobi Boy finally finishes. So, of course, uh, the Katamari 
creator Keita Takahashi's PS3 exclusive. That's mm-hmm. the one where you're a caterpillar or something. You're like a note. Like you are a, a weird note, worm man with a weird Teletubby face. Yeah, yeah. And you, you just get out there and you just stretch it on out. You just, you just go out in the in the universe and you yeah. uh, hang out with some trees. And you try to go to you, a moon. You try to reach planets, basically. Yeah, yeah. and they've been reached. And they've been <laughs> finally. Reached. It took six years, <laughs> and they had to. Up the speed that like the reaching worked that by the caterpillars thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would have been, been like forty-five years, and they're like, "We got to the moon." <laughs> Look, like, Margaret, we're all dead. <laughs> well, like, I love that. I remember like Katamari was one of those games where it was first explained to me. Like somebody was just telling me about it, yeah. and I was like, "I don't get it." Yeah, like you're explaining this to me, but it sounds like it, you're doing a. It sounds like you're describing a dream. Like yeah. this is too out there. You're like, yeah, you pick up a dustpan and then you keep going. You pick up France and you and you go ahead and you can look through all the stuff you find. And there's all this stuff that's sort of like, this is for stoners. And I don't know. And the soundtrack's really good. And I'm like, what? You know, and somebody yeah. tried to tell me about I never played Nobi Nobi Boy. Somebody told me about it. And I was just like, it's, it's way what? harder to it's, get into. It's yeah. Carl's so much Hungry more. Hungry Caterpillar, Seriously. but the MMO, like what? Mm-hmm. It's so much more obtuse. And like I totally appreciate what that guy makes. And I love yeah. uh, Katamari Damacy. And I think Watam, which is his game that's coming out next year. Oh, yeah, it looks um, great. Which is, it, it's a really good uh, melding, like an in-between zone. Can't of, you play as a toilet? You can play yes. as a yeah, toilet. You can, play as, yeah. Uh, you can play as a real cool coffee bean. You can play as a little a cop or a, or a pillow. Zach's just yelling at us. I'm having issues, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you're fidgety. Yeah, you're fidgety boy. Yeah, you're fidgety you're, issue. But the game is now got finished. a nice butt, though. We've, yeah. we've seen. We, the, yeah, we the end is online. You can watch the ending, um, which is terrifying. Meanwhile, speaking of things that are all tangled up and weird and stuff, Unravel this is a Yarny Boy game. It's that game about the man who comes out on the EA stage and cries a little bit because they scared him. <laughs> I um, loved that. Yeah, that was how awesome. genuinely nervous he was. Yeah, because yeah. we adorable. don't see honesty during E3. No. I know. No, well, I well, the that thing that sucks about like E3 press conferences when we, is when we do, and somebody comes out and they're just like, "We're really excited to show you this." Everyone's like, "What's wrong with this idiot? Why is he smiling? You shouldn't be like bring back Pele and Hoop God." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're very um, excited yeah, to I mean, debut the first trailer of this exciting noise. Fans day around the world will remember Noby Noby Boy. <laughs> We've been working very very hard on a follow up to Burnout. We got GoPros in the studio, and we've all been doing great stunts in our yard. We are excited to announce something next, E3. Thank you for your time. My friend David left the big bucket of rope at my apartment, so I made a little boy out of it, and now we made a video game. Please be excited. Check out my desktop wallpaper. Hopefully we start the next Mass Effect soon. We are thrilled to be working on another franchise. Uh, now a few of us worked on this animated logo treatment. It'll hold you over for the next four years. Player choice is the most significant thing we do here. Real time, we want to we want to give our players the most choices. We haven't started the game yet. Thanks for watching. This is based on real history. Here's a dinosaur with roller skates. <laughs> Video games are real stupid. They are. Right. I love them. Uh, yeah, no. Unravel looks gorgeous. Because I mean, as far as I know, holy like, moly, uh, what is going on? I mean, all the A games are running on Frostbite, but they're right. all like. Yo, your pals are back. The aggro carbon fiber bro is here to punch a dinosaur in the face and kill a real gun. Yep. And then they're like, this one Swedish man went on vacation in the fjords and he's decided to make a little yarn boy. But it's a hyper-realistic yarn boy running yeah. at 60 frames a second. Well, it kind of reminds me of that. Like It was like two or three Real-time years Real-time yarn physics. Two or three years ago, Ubisoft was like, hey... Let's work with some painters. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like, hey, here's a game where you kill people in time. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, this this guy learned how to animate a, a guy with no arms, and him and his friend have to collect fireflies in a mountain. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is gorgeous. And they started making all these Ubi art games. Uh, if EA has a, a year or two of, like, kind of, like, weird art school midlife crisis, I'm totally down. And by the way, Yarny Boy is what the name of this game should be. Yarny Boy. <laughs> Yarny Boy. Yarny Boy. Well, Yarny Boy. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out uh, February 9th. There's a lot of along with games. yeah, I was gonna say along with about a million yeah. other things. I, I wish Street Fighters out there. I, I, yeah, I real quick, I do have one problem with this game. Uh, I saw somebody in the office playing. Uh, can we say that? Yeah, maybe no. playing of Unravel. Yeah. I don't think really? they were. They happened? Little, no, little they piece of it. Yeah. No, 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 you must have been watching a trailer. Yeah, the, story, was, the story trailer came out yeah, this week. Either, either way. Uh, were you going to say that you no, was terrible? Wait, Vince, was no, actually, no, no. Vince was watching the trailer but holding a controller. No, there's Are parts. you talking about the weird girls that come up? No. There, well, that's weird. <laughs> that's really weird. There's, there's human teenager silhouettes in that game. Which Say totally, what? Yeah. There's some weird girls that pop Wait, up. Wait, go on. Human teenage girls show up in that game? We're listening. Max is interested again. No, but there's parts where Yarny gets his yarn in the water. 
And then she just walks it off like it's fine. And that's not how yarn works. It's real gross. You get real wet with yarn and you drag it around. He can be there. a gross yarny boy. It's just, it's very odd. Maybe, you know? maybe it's like a it's, poly blend. Maybe it's because he's quick. so compact. You know, his, the, the yarn is just so he's tight very in there. It's tight ropes. Yeah. You guys are weird yarn boys. I just want to say, uh, usually uh, January and February are pretty uh, devoid of mm-hmm. games. That's usually when we play. Not uh, anymore. Christmas too, mother. <laughs> this is time it's personal. Not after right mother. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Who keep... likes Valentine's Day? <laughs> Shut up! You're playing a game! <laughs> I keep thinking that, like, we'll get some respite. Like, nope. every every month it's like, well, maybe now we'll get some downtime. But nope. seriously, it, but no, like, is... I was looking forward to, like, maybe having that downtime in the winter. But now January and February are just chock full of games. You know, yeah, but these are, these are good but games. Yeah, they are uh, great games. Oxen Free, which is not coming to PS4 yet, but it's going to be an Xbox For the makers of Ali Ali, except uh, not... Why are the video game names like this? <laughs> no, Octavia is really cool. It's an adventure game. It's like uh, Lost meets Freaks and Geeks. Really yep. cool. Uh, Amplitude's coming out to PS4 at the beginning of oh, January. Yeah. Darkest Dungeons finally coming to PS4 finally. and Vita, which wow. is super cool. The Witness yeah. is coming at the end of January. Tight. Finally, Jesus Christ, Jonathan Blow's making another game since 2000. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jonathan Zero. Blow? Yeah. I mean, sort of. Jesus, yeah. Jonathan <laughs> He's Blow, the closest Christ. thing we have to Jesus Christ. What about uh, Moses Peter Moore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Unravel, we have Far Cry Primal, uh, Mighty Number no. 9, and Street Fighter V, all within the first What? Like, Holy weeks. macaroni. Great. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> what a weird way to kick off the year with 100 games. Yeah, <laughs> Thank no God kidding. that uh, Deus Ex and... Uh, uh, what was the other one? Mirror's, Mirror's Edge. Edge got delayed. Well, well thank you God. That, you think it's like Jonathan that? Blow. That old like <laughs> the Father, the Son, and the Holy Blow. Mm-hmm. The uh, <laughs> that thing where you hold a door and like a bunch of people are trying to go through the door and no ever nobody that's wants so to be awkward. the first person to go through. Yeah. I feel like that's the holiday season for games. Oh yeah. And it used to be like E3 would show up and everyone's like, "This holiday season, fans of shooting a man in the face will be pleased <laughs> to know that you can do that again." If you enjoy murdering minorities, we have a game for you. (laughs) Holy shit. That one's coming out in March. You play Call of Duty. um, No, I mean, they're like, but but basically all of them were like, no, no, it's cool. You go ahead. Okay, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's all, it's okay. And like, except for, except for Tomb Raider and Fallout who are both like, me too. Lara Croft and your seven foot mech suit from Fallout were like, we'll fit through this door. It'll be fine. And the robot's like, yeah, I will. Lara Croft's like, I'm going to go for it. And everyone else is like, oh. Oh, she's getting smushed. Oh, she's getting Oh, man, man who's wearing a good. weird suit made out of old footballs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of odd. This holiday season, maybe it's just because they're busy and I'm tired or something, but it felt like kind of light. Like it felt a bunch of games came out, but I feel like it just kind of blew fast. I feel like a lot past. of stuff came earlier this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So it was staggered. Tomb Raider. Well, so December was Metal light. Gear. Metal Gear. Halo. Well, yeah. And then also we had uh, Battlefront. Yep. The yeah. Destiny expansion came in like a little in before September. the holiday rush. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess we had a lot of HD stuff, HD remasters. Yep. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're Shadow of the Colossus HD on PS4. Give me that. Yeah, yeah good question. Yeah. You yeah. could play that on PlayStation. Now. I'm not um, gonna do that. But yeah, no, I'm 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 cool with. Uh, I guess there's at least there's less <laughs> kind of work and home related downtime. Yeah, you know, it's like I get like a maybe a normal weekend in February. Right. Well, of all those uh, games we listed, like how many of them are like massive hundred hour open world games? You know, I mean, that's Far true. Cry probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably sink. 20 or 30 hours in a Far Cry. Are you a Far Cry guy? Oh, yeah. You like a good Far Cry? Oh, I love a, I love a yeah. great Far Cry. Do you oh, love far. the best Far Cry? Uh, which is the best one? Three, two, two. Far Cry 2 is not a fun game. You were, far no, Cry 2 is not a... No, it's not a fun game. That's it's a why game it's, it's the best. That's just, no, no, no. Like just, But that's like the last of us of Far Cry games. Like it's it's great, but it's not fun because yeah. you have malaria it's and you yeah. it's super field, dark. And you get heat yeah. exhaustion and fall over. The game is just mean to you the whole yeah. time. Like, maybe I should drive and then your car breaks and you have to get out and fix it. You find a diamond and a zebra bites you. Like that game, and then like fire starts, and man, the checkpoints grow back, and you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> That's the most articulate explanation of why that, that was great. perfect that I've ever you heard. Because you, you have diseases, and you just pick a character in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just put you on a boat and come guys come at you in the water it's awful quick side note that was my favorite thing about that game crackdown was it starts off i think it was crackdown 2 where they're like pick your character and i was like ooh, there's a there's a white guy a black guy there's an asian guy and then you pick one and then he just wears a helmet for the rest of the game <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm asian under there like it's so dumb well it's like it's like some of the some of those scenes in uh in, in beyond two souls yeah. where like You'd be like, oh, I've got to run from this log or whatever it is. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I've got to duck all the, hit all the quick time. Oh, i got to jump. And you're like, 
what if I don't do these things and it's just Ellen Page running into stuff for five minutes yeah. and then the same thing happens regardless? <laughs> yeah. You're like, eh, nah. all right. So it, I felt like I was playing the game, you know. Yep. yep. She's clumsy. Clumsy Ellen Page. Yeah. Uh, guys, by the way, did you guys censor earlier when I said Christmas 2, Mother Ever? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah, you got yeah. it. Uh, of those, of those uh, January, February releases, what are you guys most looking Firewatch. forward to? Firewatch. Uh, Firewatch looks awesome. Far Cry looks awesome. I'm like... I'm so on the fence with Mighty Number no. Nine at this point. Like, I feel like aesthetically, uh, it's every time it's, I see that game, I'm I'm less interested. That's same exactly dude, what I mean. yeah, like, exactly. Feel that way, you know. I, I, I love his. Work I love and, Mega Man. Me too. Like Mega Man is one of my favorite franchises. It's one of the reasons that, to this day that I still play video games. Like I love Mega Man. I go back and play Mega Man two at once a year. Is you that know? your favorite one? Just yeah. yeah he's a, just a, he's a fighting robot. Just to Mega keep Man. me humble. Yeah, but I will say, same deal. Every time I get hands-on of Mighty Number no. Nine, I'm a little less interested, which is disappointing. Because when I first saw that game, I was a hundred percent all in, take my money. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked different though; like it had a completely different aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Do you it think was, it's, it, yeah. Do you think it's because we've waited so long at this point? I do. One of those, I absolutely do. Because that's it's, of, it's one of those like things fatigue. where, like, I feel like games have a a definitive sweet spot. They have yeah. a half life. Like, yeah. If you announce a game and you say that it will come out at this point and then it gets delayed people are like well it got delayed that's a bummer if it gets delayed a second time it's like well that's bad news and if it gets pushed a third time or how yeah it's like okay well now i don't care like Like, like, it's awesome for inafune to say like we're gonna do a mighty we're gonna do mighty number nine it's a Mega Man game it's coming but then to be like oh there's a beta and you can play it and we're gonna release gameplay video like that's not how you do that. Your game is small enough that yeah, after why do you enough, want to play like, a beta of be, a Mega Man? I don't want to be reductive, but like that's a real kind of simple game. Like that's it, obviously building a game from scratch is always going to be complicated, and especially something that's really tight like that. But like they're trying to recapture a formula that's kind of been tested. Like their beta oh, was hundred percent a yeah. series of Mega Man knockoffs. You yeah. know. Look at what works and what doesn't there. You know, well, they're like, also what, like they're working on an animated series. They're yeah. trying to make this like a trans a franchise yeah. thing, and it's like this is not going to work. No, well, yeah, I, it's not. It's don't not. say don't say that it's not going to work. It's I mean, probably not going to work. I don't know, man. I, somewhere <laughs> yeah. deep Did you guys, down, did you guys, guys my... ever see the Mega Man cartoon out of Japan? Yeah. I remember yeah. that one where all those Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man. Dr. Rari. <laughs> 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 so bad. Really? Yeah, it's so bad. The voice acting is amazing. You guys, everyone need to watch that. I don't know if it was the American Mega Man cartoon or just the dub version or whatever yeah. but like I remember just watched it was one of those cartoons they put on at like at like 5.30 on a Sunday morning and yeah, like, it was who a, is this for like like church going children yep. who well they also nothing, did that they, they also get... did that with Dragon Ball Z and it obviously worked so yeah. I well mean, I watched that at 4.30 in the afternoon I watched that Thursday, like yeah I watched it from like 4pm after school till 10pm Dr. Oh, yeah. Rari we have to stop the electrical like, man that, that theme song <laughs> I remember just was like a <laughs> jam it was really Jimmy good Jimmy from yeah. South Park I remember which I think they use in the intro sequence where all the appliances go crazy and they're just like toasters and stuff attacking them I forgot what we were talking about I think I'm kind of sour I don't know I think I'm sour on Mighty Number 9 because it's crowdsourced oh. and it's like I feel like to crowdsource something like that uh, and then make people wait two years for it sure. is just kind of weird and kind of gross like yeah. I know that like there's there's no like you can't you can't rush something like that right <laughs> but at the same time like yeah you have a beta ready you, you switched art styles midstream or whatever like Get the game out. Like mm-hmm. I don't care about your cartoon. Ship that later. I don't care about your your action figure line or sticker books or whatever. Put your game out. Let me fight eight fake robot masters yeah. with my fake Mega it, Man. And then they'll watch the TV show. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, but with Doctor Day and Doctor Knight or what do you want to call these people? The thing about the thing about launching a new brand is that it's all got to happen at once. Yeah. Right. Like look at look at uh, Yokai Watch here in the states. Like they what's, did that. They did a hard press on yeah, 3DS the anime on XD and the, the anime. Right. Yeah. So and it's they like, also invented a new game that had. It was accessible to new audiences. It wasn't a rehash of a thing that was hard for people in 1987. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a, there's an audience for Mighty Number no. Nine, but it's mostly rooted in nostalgia. The fact that they're like, "Hey, here's a cartoon." Like, who's that for? You know, who's the cartoon show for? Like, are you talking about Yokai Watch? No, for for Mighty Number no. Nine. You oh. know? like it's for little childrens that like robot boys. <laughs> little childrens <laughs> who are going to get frustrated by this game that's totally made for thirty year old men. Like, well, they're gonna so. Little kids don't give a crap about crowdfunding, you know? Like, no, they don't. But yeah. I, and it's also like, I mean, most people don't give a crap about... The thing about like uh, side-scrolling games in 2016 is that people are already reductive enough on them that they're yeah. like, oh, that should be a f- a $5 or free. Why isn't that free on my phone? Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, stuff like that. But I know uh, this game will be playable for all ages because if, if Mega Man 9 and 10 are any indication, like he straight up put a baby mode in those games yeah. where all the, the spike pits were filled up with blocks and you could just run across them. It was like... 
like laughably easy. Like, because sure. I'm one of those guys where I'll go back and play those games, and I'm like, damn, this is hard. Still, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, even I'm when you know the levels, when yeah. you know the levels, and you go back and you play them. And the weird thing about nine and ten was, uh, and a lot of people don't remember this, but the the levels are like four times bigger than the levels yeah, were in so Mega long Man Two and Three. Like, I went back and replayed the old Mega Man games after nine and ten because I absolutely love those games. And I was like, man, Mega Man Two's levels are like six screens, and then it's over, and you fight the boss. You're like, what? That's it? And nine and ten had like mini bosses in between stages yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, so he'll make versions. He'll, he'll make a version that's for all ages or a mode. Just play but, Shovel Knight. Yeah, just play Shovel Knight. That's yeah. the other thing. Like Shovel Knight was crowdsourced, and they got it out, and mm-hmm. there's DLC, and they're free. adding new modes. They're, they're doing an amiibo. Like all that stuff was just sort of mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they put it on every platform. There was also enough modes in the base game that also that game had RPG elements and yeah. towns you could go it was to. It's kind of like Smart. Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like really good. It's, it's my so game right. of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. Totally, me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nothing is as simple as it looks on paper, but yeah. I, I think we're at a point where we're far enough out from that initial deluge of crowdfunding that we can kind of look and be like, okay. Who shipped? Like, who put out their game? And right. he's still like, like, really? You know? Like, so, I, I don't mean to be like, maybe hurry it up, but like, maybe hurry it up. Uh, <laughs> One more thing that's really annoying yeah. me about all this is that Inafune's done, he's announced like, what, two other games since then? And it's the it's the whole like... Well, and he, yeah, one, the, yeah, one is the uh, Mega Man Legends successor. Yeah, and then, and then, and then Recore. Yeah, Recore Which is also, like, yeah, I, yeah, I interviewed Microsoft him game. at uh, E3 about this, and it was sort of just like, well, here's concept art and a trailer and a logo. Uh, we made some cool cardboard standees. You can keep them on your desk. I'm like, that's awesome. Thank you so much. This is so cool. What is this? Not mm-hmm. a game. I don't know what this is. Like, this yeah. is, you showed yeah. me, you brought me a WMV file and a logo. Like, yeah. some, I don't know. It's like Star Citizens on the cover of PC Gamer. Is that happening still? They yeah. Made, they made, like, that's the most profitable, like, crowdfunded game ever probably. was it final fantasy 14 they announced before 13 was even out yeah is that yeah that was that right and i I remember a bunch of people being like okay thanks like yeah we'll get there but like focus on this thing first i mean bringing bringing these two conversations together right like we're talking about games there are too many games to play yeah in a world like this is i think this is why crowdfunding is going to go away uh there's too much to focus on there's too much guarantees like yeah. the AAA games we're talking about, to really worry about a lot of the stuff that's getting crowdfunded. Obviously, you want that indie inspiration, you want that creativity, those energies are really valuable, but at a certain point, when you run out of steam and we lose attention on something like Mighty Number no. 9 because we're going to play something like Firewatch that's coming, yeah, like you've lost. Well, Kotaku's done a really good job of being on point with calling out all of these failed Kickstarters yeah. that... They're not failed. They're successfully funded, but they failed to deliver anything. And I don't think that Mighty Number no. Nine is one of those things. But unfortunately, everyone's kind of getting lumped under that umbrella. And I'm like, I'm personally hesitant to back anything on crowdfunding. I haven't backed anything on in, Kickstarter in 2015. In like a year and a half. Yeah, I just, I, I'm like, I'm really excited for Secret Hitler. That game looks awesome. I'll just buy it when it's out. Yeah, I don't know real, that is. Uh, real weird out of context to say that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Secret Hitler looks awesome. No, uh, last last thing on Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, Marty number nine. Marty number nine. If it's great, I can't wait to play it on Vita. Like, yeah, I think yeah, it's too. such an awesome game. Like, Perfect. such an awesome candidate for playing on yep. Vita because yep. it's like, I don't know what it is about Vita, but like something about that system just—it's a cutie. Like, Guacamelee. It's a real cutie. Like, it's, like, it's real good for time Yeah, so Shovel Knight sound shapes and Guacamelee were like three of my favorite experiences. Yeah. So speaking of games that coming out, there's a I think. I want to say January 12th is Banner Saga on <laughs> PS4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's awesome. I've been dying to play that for ages. I've been holding off on getting it on iPad. Yeah, I just got it on my iPad. Yeah. Uh, why isn't it coming to Vita, you know? I mean, obviously, <laughs> mm. there's, a, there's a pretty clear answer you would, there. You would never want to play that game in your Vita. No? Like, the way the, the perspective of that game is would just not work. Like, okay. imagine playing a, this game on your iPad where you have a full view of the battlefield and you can scroll around, zoom in, and whatever. On Vita, at best, you're going to get like a very teeny tiny chunk of that, and you'd have mm-hmm. to scroll to like yeah. understand where enemies are, where they're going to come from, who's right. moved where. Like it just, it'd be really hard. Okay. I heard that game is tough as nails too. It's tough. Yeah. Like you really have to think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hate that. Real I want to play a game that plays itself for. I want to play Ellen Ellen Page, clumsy jogger. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Um, what else are we talking about? We got. We, I want to get the. You want to do this? Do the, the shout out. Um, we got a bunch of really nice emails from you guys. Actually, um, one fellow named Jonathan Payne uh, wrote in to said he's been having a real, real rough time. Uh, a close friend has passed away, and he wrote an incredibly heartfelt email about how our stupid podcast <laughs> helped cheer him up. And like, I know we get nice emails like this a lot, where people are like, "Hey." I had a crappy day, and I listened to your show where you dumb idiots get in a room and shout at each other, and it made me laugh. And mm-hmm. if that's ever happened to you, uh, and you've written about it, thank you so much. Seriously. And if that's the case, then, I, like, we literally get together in a room, and we talk about video games like a bunch of goofballs. And, like, the fact that people listen to it is wonderful. So, end of the year, 
heartfelt thank you to everybody who listens to us and who's stuck with us through this uh, tran- transitional shift where we've brought in weird people like Mitch and Zach. You know, I know that it's change isn't good for everybody, but I think that <laughs> you're one of the weird people too, Max. Hey, I was on the show in 2014 as well. Yeah, I was on a bunch of episodes too. I, I just want to point out though that you know you Mitch were on and, a lot of episodes, Brian. Thanks yeah, for joining yeah. us. Uh, but Mitch and, Mitch and Zach are not regulars; they are just guests. Before you get mad at us, that's true. They'll be back soon, though. But uh, next week and every week after that, get out of our house. Mitch, Mitch <laughs> yeah. has an Xbox podcast to do, and I gotta go send 100 video emails. <laughs> really? 100 video emails, and wow. you have to you have to do a lot of uh, expense reports in, in yen, right? Yeah, Those are right. always fun. I remember I came back one it's year. Bad. It's hard to do math. Ryan, Clem- I think Ryan Clements told this. Uh, obviously, knows old, who that old is. podcast beyond host Ryan. Everyone Clements. knows. I'm who just that kidding. Is. Everyone knows who that is. Uh, he came back from Japan. And uh, he sent an expense nope, report. this was me. Was that you? Okay, you tell the story then. Because I know it's something like this happened to him too. Uh, I submitted my expense report and got the conversion rate backward. So it should have been. <laughs> and what that meant was instead of my uh, expense report going from like, you know, 15,000 yen down to whatever that is, like $1,500 yeah. or $150, whatever, uh, I did it backwards, and I submitted an expense report that ended up being for, like, $69 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, some insane number. Like, I sent it, I submitted it, I was like, this Approved. looks good. I sent it, and Casey, the editor-in-chief at the time, walks over, he's like, um, I'm not going to approve this. And I was like, why? Like, it's my first TGS. I was like, oh, my God, did I do something wrong? Did we go somewhere we yes. should have? Yes. And he's yes, like, uh, no, you submitted this expense report that is preposterously expensive. <laughs> You did it backwards, and he pinned it above my desk to shame me. Yeah, it was like the movie Blank Check, where the cops are like, "How did you spend a million dollars in three days?" And he's like, "Water slides." <laughs> <laughs> like, Blank Check is just that really that really warped my perception of money. Like I know yeah. that oh, God, the inflation yeah. is weird, but like a million dollars for like a house yeah. is like. That's you know that's a nice house depending on where you are, but like a house with a water slide and a wall of TVs and paying Sinbad to hang out with you. I know he needs work, but mm-hmm. like even in 2015, just just that movie. Yeah, where did that kid Sinbad live? That movie? Like Kansas? Where? Yeah, right. I don't think Sinbad was in that movie. Yeah, at all. yeah, he was. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's his friend. Yeah. No, he paid him to hang out. Yeah. He was, was he as Sinbad? There's a word for that, and it's a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> That movie made me ride my bike behind a lot of cars in bank parking lots for a couple of years, hoping no I'd get hit by Tone Loke and the boys. <laughs> Here, take the check. I'll fill it out later. Was Tone Loke in that? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He was one of the bad guys. Who is that? Forget he's it. A, he's, he's a, a rapper. He's Ventura's best friend from the first film, but not the second one. This is just wildly yeah. off the rails. Uh, Tone Loke was in the Dan cartoon mail, uh, the cartoon show uh, Sea Bear and Jamal. Yeah. Don't know what that is. It was about a teddy bear You who made that up. Yep. That's fake. That's true. No. That's a real show. Yeah, he was C-Bear also in the musical Bobo and the Dragon. That's also not true. Made up. Not real at That's all. That's a lie. Seabear and Jamal is a real show. He played all the cats in the musical Cats. Did you That's know that? That's not true. Brian, stop it. Stop that. <laughs> Very impressionable that was young boy. Facts. All right. On the number fun PlayStation podcast. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. What Thank do you guys you. find over holiday break? Yeah, what's a good, that's a good question. Ooa. You're uh, going to Vietnam. I'm are going you, to are Vietnam you bringing your portables? Nice. Uh, I don't know. I might, I might bring my I'm bringing my Vita for the airplane, but I might also just read a book and rest yeah. my ears. What's that like? like? Man, uh, I read a book no. this weekend, start to finish. It felt real good. What'd you read? Friday morning, I sat down. I was like, I'm going to read The Dark Tower. So I read The Gunslinger oh. from start to finish Friday. Have you not read it before? No. It's a really oh, good dude. Gunslinger is a lot of fun. Get ready. It's real weird. Yeah. Are you cool. going to read them all? Yeah. Oh, oh it gets weird. so weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gets, book two begins on like a real weird note. It gets crazy weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. You read The Dark Tower, right? The second book. No. There's, so you would love that. Video games. Minor spoilers from the second video book. Video games. The question was, what video games are you playing? I want to read the book that uses the word lobstrosity to describe a giant lobster monster. Yeah, the lobstrosity. The lobstrosity. I think those okay. are called Meyer that's, that's the game I'm going to play. Um, kind of okay. a Meyer Lark, yeah. Overwatch, is that a thing we can play soon? No. Nope. Not over Christmas break. <laughs> no. That's June. That's, I think. No. It's, I wanna, it's, I'm, I'm replaying the Uncharted games now. I bought the collection on mm-hmm. PS4. And I was How'd like, you do that? Did you jump into one and two and three, or did you do like? I started with one because I had to because the download wasn't finished. But uh-huh. I've I got everything I needed out of that. Like one is yeah. very very simple. Like I like it, but I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> You're like, I sure. see what you did there, and then you move on. Yeah, like I've, I've played that. I really enjoyed playing that, but I'm good. Uh, but I, I want to play through two and three again. Yeah. Two is uh, probably up there in like my top ten favorite games two, of all yeah, time. Oh, two is amazing. Two is so much fun. Three, Going really, back to one is really difficult. Though. I, I didn't love three at the time. Like I thought it combat was not great. It's aged Some really well. Pete's said Talking about Uncharted, yeah. but everyone yeah. keeps saying that. Everyone keeps saying Uncharted three holds up really well, yeah. and I want to go back. Like and I really like the story, but I didn't like the gameplay, so I want to see sure. how that mm. perspective has changed. It's not that it doesn't hold up well; it's that 
I mean, I guess this is a stupid kind of hair to split, but like other games have come out since that kind of get in your muscle memory. Tomb Raider, you know, like yeah, yeah. like yeah. stuff that stuff that has you know uh, better climbing or better melee or whatever, better weapon switching, whatever it is. Like, wow, what did I jump into? I jump back into The Witcher. Yeah, after playing. Metal Gear and playing Battlefront and playing Uncharted 3 mm-hmm. and just I'm like I have no idea how to play this game anymore <laughs> really I forgot that's crazy so you and I it sounds like are playing these same games over winter break because I also recently jumped back into The Witcher and had the exact opposite feeling like I was like oh yeah I remember this like pretty well right I'm I know like, how to horse that's hit, one of the things one of that I'm looking forward to I really want to complete it before the end of the year yeah. um, so that I know where it stands when it comes time to vote yeah. for game of the year because this year is such a close year and then you and I also were talking about uh, just picking up and starting over in Bloodborne uh, you had never started before so, yeah, yeah. I got I got okay, like well enough into it, but that's a game that you can't like skip out on and then come back to. I came came back to it recently and it was it was just like whoa. So I tried to do that and then I was like, well, I'm just gonna start over. And you can play that game for 20 minutes straight, and after 20 minutes, forget how to play it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so I jumped into that and like we we all talked about this. We're totally late to the party on this one, but I I got in there and I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. That is. (laughs) <laughs> the game is so just hilariously just horrible as a in like a mean way. Yeah. It's like a really good game. Yeah. But it's so just hilariously yeah. like I mean it's like just watching one of those horror movies where it just gets worse and worse and you're like, Oh my goodness, why am I it's like mm-hmm. it's like the second half half of Boogie Nights. Like it's just like, oh god. Second but like half of Boogie Nights. Just getting in there I I was like, okay, I kinda get what I'm doing. And I kinda I get the I get the hook. If there if there was zero load time, I would be Supremely addictive. Oh, yeah, it was like oh, trials. Times, you just press the button. And yeah. You're back at it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's a lot of times are so know? much better. Like they've they can are definitely count your blessings yeah. that yeah. you're playing it now because like yeah. when it first came out, it was atrocious. Oh, yeah. I, I hope to, I hope so much that Just Cause can can do that. No, people, the patch people just were, came out for PC, but I really hope that they can just fix the load times because I want to finish. When that I was game. playing Bloodborne back in what March, yeah, April, February, March, out, um, people were tweeting at me being because I was oh, I, no, I, I, said, I was complaining about the load time in some way, and somebody was just like, "So what I've been doing is I do I do push ups." Yep. Every time I die, and I'm like, you're probably gigantic <laughs> at this point. Like you're you're you could you could compete in in places where they allow you to do that. Things that I don't understand because I don't have I can't do one push up at I all. I bet you could do one. I could probably, probably not do, a do push one. Up. I'm with you. I can't do one. My, uh, when I do a push up, my uh, elbows actually like cr- crack in a way that sounds really, really awful. Yeah. Well, you, you, you got a real you got like a real Liberty Bell thing going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I do too. I know what it's like. <laughs> All right, I got an inner tube or two. Marty, Carry what are you playing waist. over Christmas break? Couple championship belts made of curd. Uh, I'm gonna play uh, Chrono Trigger. I'm gonna play Banjo Kazooie. Oh, and uh, Alana and I are gonna play through uh, Until Dawn with Andrew. Nice. You're gonna try some new games that you never played before. I've played all saying. of those games. I know because <laughs> Alana are the only people who love Until Dawn at this site, and so we need to. We need yeah, to I, keep, I need to play it. It's a yeah, game. so I feel the same way too because like it doesn't. Moves. It doesn't. It didn't particularly look exciting to fun. me. Right. But Marty such a fun loves it, game. and I respect Marty's opinion. So I feel yeah, like I, I should a, pick it up. And, I want to have an Until Dawn party where we stay up until dawn. Nah, it's against the rules. Game. I'm not allowed to slumber party. Yep. Mama yell at me. Bunch Everybody bring your footy pajamas. We're going to play Everybody, real scary we're gonna have We're going to have Doritos 3Ds. Who's bringing the pizzas? We oh, all. shit. There's going to be pizza. <laughs> you just said swear about a pizza. You can't swear on this show. No, he said uh You swear wherever you want. Oh, Shuhei Yoshida, there's going to be a pizza. <laughs> Shout out to USP. Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah, on that note, uh, we will have... Uh, a episode, regular episodes going up the next two weeks over the holidays. They're, they're not going to be regular no, at all. They will be episodes that go up regularly. They will not be regular episodes. One of them, I'm not there for because you guys went ahead and did it without me. <laughs> like a bunch of drunk jerks. He got a real big cry on. I was so mad about that. Yeah, bummed, we did a bummed. weird thing. We all came to work on a work day. <laughs> and you went home to play with your pups. I went home to submit pub info for our pups and videos. Let's not have this uh, argument anyway, here. Anyway, Mom and Dad, Dad are fighting. fighting. But that'll be, uh, we that'll, Jinx. That'll um, be the New Year's week episode it'll go up on Wednesday and then next week we're gonna have a cool little holiday thing with some questions everything's like reader questions yeah they're all they're all questions mined from our Facebook group which is yeah. cool. facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond yeah so go yeah. join that there's over 10,000 yeah, or emails at uh, beyond at IGN.com that's right mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot uh, some of them are about video games other things are absolutely not yep yep 
Uh, on that note, uh, thank you all. This is yeah, the, I yeah. This is the the last beyond. I don't know. We're doing another one. I guess I don't. I don't want to record anything. I'm. It's yeah, a, a weird. It's a weird. Slowing to a roll. 2016 looks like a fun year for games and everything yeah, else. Uh, thank you guys for listening and sticking with us. And uh, beyond, 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 beyond. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.